May I have your attention, please? My name is Andy Black, and you need to understand that America's healthcare system is broken. They haven't found a single cure for any disease in over 60 years, even though America spends more money on doctor's visits, prescription drugs, physical therapies, surgeries, and specialists than any other nation on the planet. In spite of all that, America is dead last in ranking of all the industrialized nations. If Americans were living longer and had a higher quality of health than all those nations, that would be great. But the truth is we are not living longer and we don't feel better. In fact, we have more disease and live considerably shorter lives than they do. Even their overall quality of health is ranked considerably higher than ours. So, thank you for choosing to listen to today's health update. The one place you can turn to to learn the truth about America's sick care system. Truth is, the pharmaceutical system decided many years ago to never cure another disease. And in back rooms, you can hear them explain that there is simply too much money in treating symptoms of disease to ever release another cure. Today's health update is much more than just physical health. By listening to Roy Williams, you will learn how to support your health naturally, how to avoid using prescription drugs, and how to decrease pain and feel 10 to 15 years younger in just one month. Roy also keeps you informed about fake diseases such as COVID and how to supercharge your immune system naturally and what is fast becoming his most popular show, Freedom Fridays. So sit back, relax, and listen so you can begin to understand why so many say to Roy, your show is the shortest 30 minutes on the radio. Yes, it's that time again. Today's health update, Roy Williams, the guru of good health, the superintendent of supplementation. Thank you for listening, and may God bless each and every one of you for choosing to listen to today's health update, especially on Mondays, because this is Monday school. Monday school is a a way I teach my Sunday school class, even though uh, during COVID they shut our church down. Uh, It kind of broke my heart and uh, made me look at things a whole lot different from then on. And I got into studying God's Word deeper and better and more than I ever have had before that. And it has changed my life. And I'm having reports from people that listen to this radio show how it's changing their lives too. So today, of course, uh, we're teaching right now the book of Proverbs, uh, chapter by chapter, verse by verse. If you got a King James Version of the Bible and you want to follow along, uh, we're going to be starting with... Uh, Proverbs chapter 21, verse 1, starting a new chapter today. Uh, You know, Proverbs is wisdom. Uh, The more wisdom you gain in life, the easier this old life, this old flesh life is for you. And yes, we're in the flesh age. That's what I call it. It's the second earth age, you might call it. Uh, But uh, it's this dispensation of time where we're going to uh, live through the flesh uh, we were born, uh, our spirits were, our souls, I guess you could say, were placed in flesh bodies, born of woman, born of water. And by the way, in, uh, in your Bible, when it's talking about must be born of water, it's not talking about baptism. If you really take that and look at the subject matter, it's talking about these old flesh bodies and being born of a woman. You know, when a woman gives birth, the water breaks. We're born of water. Uh, and we're born in the flesh. Our, our souls are put in there, and our souls are blank. We don't remember anything about the earth age before this one. 
uh, because God wants to test us. He's got to know who's on his side. You know, he created Satan. He created him, uh, and he gave him, uh, the Bible says, he made him the full pattern. He had everything. He had the looks. He had the knowledge. He had the charisma. He had everything uh, that a, a child of God could possibly want. And what did he do? He turned on God. Uh, he, he decided he wanted to sit on the mercy seat. In other words, he decided he wanted to be God, and he's been trying to take God's place ever since. And uh, he's doomed. He's the only entity, uh, him and the 7,000 fallen angels are the only ones that so far are doomed to hell. Uh, they don't have a choice anymore. They gave up their uh, habitation. They refused to be born of woman. And therefore, they've made their choice. And uh, But they're still fighting, and they're still trying to overthrow God. And Satan's been trying to overthrow God ever since, and he's still in that business. And remember, you're coming into uh, the end of the generation of the fig, okay? And what does that mean? At the end of the generation of the fig, we go into the sixth trump, and that's when God sends Satan right back out of heaven and on earth to tempt us and to see which choice we're going to make, okay? And uh, you got to choose. You're going to follow Satan and all that uh, garbage that he offers, which looks so good, so tempting, so tantalizing, you might say, on the surface for a flesh body. Uh, but his end is horrible. It's terrible. So, uh, you know, make sure you, you know the difference between the sixth trump and the seventh trump, okay? Uh, it's important that you know that Satan comes on the sixth trump, the sixth seal, the sixth vial, 666. That's the number of humanism or man. And uh, he's coming, and he's going to do what? He's going to set his, uh, his reign up right there in Jerusalem uh, at the Mount of Olives over there, where God's chosen place, by the way. And he's going to set his throne up there, and he's going to sit on that throne. He's going to claim to be God. He's going to claim to be Christ, and he's going to come in on a white horse just like Christ will on the seventh trump. Remember, he's instead of Christ, and he's coming to test us, to, to, and we're going to have to choose. So don't fall for, the, don't fall for it. Uh, remember when there's peace, peace being talked about all over the earth, uh, and, and they're saying, come on out here in the desert and look, uh, Christ is here. Don't go if you're still in your flesh body. Don't go. <laughs> it's not Christ. Uh, it is Satan himself, and he's going to try to tempt you to join in his team. And those that join his team, unfortunately, are in trouble. Uh, but you got to have wisdom. you got to know the Word of God, and that's what I teach. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, you want to hang around, too, for a few more weeks uh, because I'm going to then go into the books of First and Second Thessalonians, uh, which will give you an even clearer picture of how Satan... Uh, through the promise of the rapture, is going to steal many souls away from God. You don't want to. You don't want him to fool you. So you got to be. You got to know the truth. And I'm going to teach you the truth. And I know it's going to hurt a lot of feelings and make a lot of people mad. Uh, but you know what? Only the truth will set you free. It may make you mad, but if you get your freedom as a result of it, praise God. A good thing has happened. Proverbs 21, King James Version, Chapter One. I'm going to read that from King James first, and then I'm going to give you a more modern translation. Uh, remember, I don't change the meaning of anything. 
I'm just getting, looking all the words up in Hebrew and giving you a more modern English translation instead of an 1800s English translation, which the English language back then was a lot different than it is now. You'll see that as we go through this. Uh, so chapter 21, verse 1, the kings is in the hand of the Lord as the rivers of water. He turneth it whithersoever he will. All right, now remember, uh, we're talking about kings here, leaders of the world, okay? This is the world. These are flesh leaders, all right? Modern English would read this way. The leader's thoughts are controlled by the Lord. Okay, when it says heart, that means the mind or thoughts, okay? So leader's thoughts or minds are controlled by the Lord. You know, the Bible teaches us also uh, that God's the one that puts people in power. Well, we think we do it with elections and all that. We found out this last time we didn't do it by elections because they cheated. Okay, it's just that plain and simple. That's obvious to everybody now. Uh, but back to modern English, the leader's thoughts are controlled by the Lord. As waters of rivers flow, he turns it wherever he wills. Now, that's a capital H there. It's God, wherever he wills, okay? Uh, you got to remember, y'all, God's in control. Uh, a lot of people want you to believe they're in control. A lot of companies and businesses want you to believe they're in control. They're going to try to teach you their wisdom, uh, traditions of man, I call it. Don't fall for that. Get into God's word. You'll know the truth. Proverbs 21, 2, King James Version, Every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord pondereth the hearts. You ever met that person that was wise in his own eyes? Boy, everything he he did, he thought was the cat's meow. <laughs> but it's deeper than that. God ponders the hearts. All right, let's read that in modern English. All ways of humans are correct in their own eyes, but the one true God weighs the reasoning. Again, hearts, reasoning, mind, consciousness, thinking, so you, you begin to understand the Bible better when you get it in more modern English. 21.3, King James Version, to do justice and judgment is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. Uh, that word judgment or justice can throw people off. Uh, so let me read it in modern English. Doing righteous acts, that's justice. Doing what's right, that's what righteousness means, is doing what's right. What's right according to what? According to God's laws. You can't go according to man's rules. I mean, you look at political correctness, that's a bunch of garbage if I've ever seen it. That's, saying, that's man saying, I'm God. I can make better decisions than God did. Please don't buy into that. So let's read it in modern English. Doing righteous acts and being just are more desirable to the Lord than offerings. That's what a sacrifice is. It's offerings. You know, the Bible teaches God says, I don't want your burnt offerings. I want your love. That's, that's very powerful to remember. <clears throat> 24, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, chapter 21, verse 4, King James Version. And high look and a proud heart and the plowing of the wicked is sin. So we're talking about sin here, okay? What is sin? Well, let's read it in modern English. A snooty look. A proud mind, remember heart's mind, and the unplowed field of evil people is iniquity. You know, you got those fields out there ain't being plowed, waste ground, uh, doing nothing. Uh, that's that's all that stuff's it's it's iniquity to God. It's not doing it's not using what God gave us 
in a constructive or a uh, a way that benefits lots and lots of people. Verse 5, the thoughts of the diligent tend only to plenteousness, but of everyone that is hasty, only, only to want, only to want, okay? Modern English will make that clear for you. The paths, I'm sorry, <laughs> the plans of the industrious look only for profit, but for everyone that is too eager, only to poverty. You know, an industrious person uh, will make some good plans, and it can really uh, create profit. In the, you know, uh, some people are so into money and profit that that's all they think about, and they put that higher than God. Don't be one of those people. Uh, but you watch, the industrious are the ones that make profit, and, and if they're using it right and hiring people and helping it benefit lots of people's lives, that's good. But for everyone that's too eager only to poverty, you know what that means? Uh, you're in a hurry, so you cheat. Are you bend the rules? Are you steal? That uh, leads to, that just leads to poverty. It's never going to amount to anything. You may get away with it for a little while, but you never get away with it with God. He knows everything and sees everything, and he re, he collects information on everything. Okay, Proverbs twenty one six: the getting of treasures by a lying tongue is a vanity tossed to and fro. Of them that seek death. Ooh, that's pretty strong. In other words, modern English, those who get riches by telling lies is meaningless, meaninglessness, shifting back and forth, searching for destruction. I'm going to read that again. Those who get riches by telling lies is meaningless, meaninglessness, okay? Shifting back and forth, searching for destruction. Don't amount to anything. And they will destroy themselves. 21.7, King James, the robbery of the wicked shall destroy them because they refuse to do judgment. Now, what is judgment? Let's read this in modern English. The desolation of the ungodly will destroy them because they refuse to practice justice. What is judgment? Well, it's only good if it's right, if it's just, if it's doing what's right. 21.8, the way of man is froward and strange, but as for the pure, his work is right. Now, those of your regular listeners, you know what froward means. Uh, let me read that in modern English. The journey of humans is devious and crooked, all right? But as for the innocent, their deeds are morally straight. Now, remember, froward can mean uh, devious. It can also mean uh, perverse Okay, uh, you got you get a comparison here. So the, the journey of humans, talking about the flesh body, is devious and crooked. But as for the innocent, those that look to God and try to do what's right, their deeds are morally straight. You know people like that too, don't you? Nine, it's better to dwell in a corner of a housetop than with a brawling woman in a wide house. Now, I want you to remember, this goes both ways. It's talking about a, a, a woman here. Uh, but remember, uh, the gender is not necessarily the case when you read the Bible. You've you got to look at everyone. That can mean that, but oftentimes it doesn't. Let me read it in modern English. It would be better to settle in the corner of an attic than to share a large house with a contentious person. Okay? Uh, you, you know what I mean. <laughs> that pretty much says itself. 10, verse 10, 
The soul of the wicked desireth evil. His neighbor findeth no favor in his eyes. What is it telling us here? Well, the heart, okay, the heart, that's the soul. That's who you are inwardly. Of the guilty lust after wickedness. They look for wicked things to do. Their associates will find no mercy from them. You can't trust those people. Keep that in mind. 11. When the scorner is punished, the simple is made wise. And when the wise is instructed, he receiveth knowledge. Now there's he again. It's not gender related, okay, in this verse. Modern English. When the mocker is punished, that's what a, a scorner is, someone that mocks everything that's good, okay? When the mocker is punished, the naive is made wiser. And when the educated receives insight, they take away more knowledge. Now, you know, we got a situation on our history today or going on in our nation today where they're letting the some of the most evil people you can imagine, rapists and murderers and thieves, out on the streets again. But if they would punish them the way God gave us Levitical law to do, it would cease to be among us. But we don't. We actually reward bad behavior now. So remember that, modern English, when the mocker is punished, and I think you should do it where everybody sees it, the naive is made wiser. Those that are naive will go, Shoo, I ain't doing that. That would hurt. And when the educated receives insight, they take away more knowledge. You ever met that person that wanted more knowledge and would work to get it and study hard? Well, that's what you're looking for in people. Twelve, the righteous man wisely considereth the house of the wicked, but God overthroweth the wicked for their wickedness. You know, we humans, we tend to look at outward appearance, and he's talking about a house here, okay? A righteous man wisely considereth, you could say considers, the house of the wicked. Let me read it in modern English. The upright purchase, the person, the upright person, the upright is righteous, okay? Wisely observes the household of the ungodly. That's what wicked is. Anybody that's ungodly is wicked. But the one true God overthrows the ungodly because they practice evil. You know, you let enough people see you doing evil, you won't be able to get much business done and nobody will trust you. 13, whoso stoppeth his ears at the cry of the poor, he also shall cry himself and shall not be heard. That's pretty easy to understand, but modern English would read it this way. Whoever refuses to hear uh, the lament of the poor they will also need help, but no one will hear. Uh, they'll turn a deaf ear to them is what they'll do because they, uh, they know what they are. 14, a gift in secret pacifieth anger, and reward in the, in the bosom strong wrath. Now, that's a little throw, throw you off their bosom and so forth. Uh, pacifieth, let's, let's read it in modern English. A present given in secret soothes anger. Oh, it will. You, you got somebody angry at you, you send them a not right kind of gift, and they'll, they'll calm down pretty quick, okay? So a present given in secret soothes anger. And a bribe in a coat pocket can calm fierce rage. <laughs> I know that's, that's hard to follow maybe, but what that means, bosom, you look it up in Hebrew, it means something hidden in the coat pocket, you might say. Uh, but it will, it can calm fierce rage. It really can. 15, it is joy to the just to do judgment. They enjoy doing judgment. What does that mean? Uh, doing right. 
doing righteous things, okay? But destruction shall be to the workers of iniquity. All right, read it in modern English. It is pleasure for the upright to give justice, but evildoers will be ruined. I can't say it any clearer than that. You know, you watch somebody who really wants to stand up for righteousness, to do what's right, and it's a pleasure for them. Uh, they, uh, they'll give justice to people. They're going to be fair to people. But evildoers will be ruined, okay? 16, the man that wandereth out of the way of understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead. Ooh. Let me read that in modern English. A person that strays from the path of wisdom shall be placed in the multitude of the departed. Uh, we're talking about the death of the flesh here and possibly the death of the soul if they don't get forgiveness, right? 17, he that loveth pleasure shall be a poor man. He that loveth wine and oil shall not be rich. Now where it says man, again, no gender intended, so let's read it in modern English. Those that love pleasure too much will end in poverty. Those that love strong drink and rich oils will not have great wealth. You know, ever met somebody, they get money no matter how much they get, they blow it. They blow it on drink and and, and things that make them feel good and pretty cars and pretty clothes, and they stay poor. That's what happens. 18, the wicked shall be a ransom for the righteous and the transgressor for the upright. Modern English, the ungodly will become a bribe against the upright and will deal treacherously with those who do good. That's a little bit tough to read. The ungodly will become a bribe against the upright and will deal treacherously with those who do good. You can't trust the ungodly folks. If they don't have God in their heart, uh, if God ain't there, let me tell you what is. It's usually bad. 19, it is better to dwell in the wilderness than with a contentious and angry woman. Uh, Kind of a repeat, it it seems like, but it, it is a little different. It is better to live in the desert than with a quarrelsome person that is filled with resentment. That's what that means. Remember, no gender intended in that verse. 20, verse 20, King James Version, there is treasure to be desired in all in the dwelling of the wise, but a foolish man spendeth it up. Modern English, there is a storehouse of treasure and ointment in the habitation of the upright, but a stupid person spends it quickly. You've met those kind of people. Boy, they could inherit uh, half a million dollars, and it'll be gone in two years, and they won't know what in the world happened to it. And they'll be no better off, generally speaking. Uh, 21, he that followeth after righteousness and mercy findeth life, righteousness, and honor. Do you want life, righteousness, and honor? Well, modern English would read this way. Those that follow after God's will will find life, justice, and glory. I want you to think about that one. Those that follow after God's will, which is kindness and justice and glory, it's all those wonderful things. Follow after God's will. Your life will be so much better. 22, a wise man scaleth the city of the mighty and casteth down the strength of the confidence thereof. A little hard to understand, so let's read it in modern English. A wise person ascends the city of the powerful. In other words, he he gets into the city of the powerful. 
and takes down the stronghold that the that that the confidence uh, and the confidence it holds. You know, people build them big walls to protect their cities, generally because they're 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 scared or they're doing something wrong. Well, a man that figures out a way to get in there can destroy it from the inside out, which is exactly what's happening to America right now. Twenty-three. Whoso keepeth his mouth and his tongue keepeth his soul from troubles. Ooh, this is a tough one. Uh, when you understand it, uh, you know, uh, the tongue is the hardest thing uh, in the human body to uh, control. It's, it's, a, it's the only muscle in the human body that's attached at one end, and boy, it'll get you more trouble than anything else. But if you keep it under control, it, you know, your mouth and your tongue, what you say and the way that tongue works, his, it'll keep your soul from troubles. Let me read that in modern English. Those who are careful about what they say, especially the words they use, preserve their minds from distress. Do you want a, a peaceful life? Do you want to stay away from distress? You better get control of that mouth, what you think, and that tongue, and what it says. 24. Proud and haughty scorner is his name. Who what? Who dealeth in proud wrath. Let me read that in modern English. Arrogance and haughty mocker are their names. Who is involved with deliberate rage. You ever met somebody that just is angry about everything? Nothing would please them. Uh, You say something to them and they're angry no matter what you say, what you do. 25. The desire of the slothful killeth him. For his hands refuse to labor. Slothful means lazy. Let me read it in modern English. The longings of the lazy will destroy them, for they refuse to work. Again, there's no gender involved. 26. He coveteth greedily all the day long, but the righteous giveth and spareth not. Uh, We're talking about the lazy, okay? We're talking about the lazy, modern English. They continually lust and desire what others have, but the upright gives and does not withhold. Are you one that lusts and desire what others have? Don't want to work for it, but you, you wished you had what they have? Well, that ain't going to get you anywhere. But the upright gives and does not withhold. Do you ever notice, boy, those that earn it fairly and honestly and justly, uh, they'll help other people, those that need it. 27, uh, the sacrifice of the wicked is abomination. How much more when he bringeth it with a wicked mind? So we're talking about somebody here who sacrifices, who makes an offering, uh, but it's his heart's wicked. You know, uh, it's an abomination to God. What does that mean in modern English? The offerings of the ungodly is detestable to God. That's basically what it means. How much more when he brings it with evil thoughts? Not only is he begrudging, uh, you know, making an offering and doing it under the wrong frame of mind and uh, with the wrong things because he has no good in his mind, he godly. Well, it's, it's even worse when he brings it with evil thoughts. 28, a false witness shall perish, but the man that heareth speaketh constantly. In other words, a witness that tells lies will be destroyed, but those who obey searches out the truth. Boy, a false witness is somebody you want to stay away from. Uh, gossipers and people that talk behind you back and lie about you and tell they didn't even tell lies in court. Don't be around them. 29, a wicked man hardeneth his face, 
But as for the upright, he directeth his way. Modern English, real simple. A guilty person puts on a strong face. Oh, they'll act like, man, I didn't do it. And they're lying right through their teeth. But those with good morals will understand their conduct. You'll be able to understand their conduct. I thank y'all for listening to today's health update. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you. Until next time, may God bless all of us with abundant health. As I said earlier, thank you for choosing to listen to today's health update. If you like what you heard, please consider sharing it with others who need to know the truth. To hear this or any of Roy's shows, go to www.podbean.com, www.podbean.com. And remember, you can learn more by going to our website, www.nhcherbs.com. That's www.nhcherbs.com. Or you can call to get more information at 256 757 0660.